Hello, welcome to our first podcast. This is Meg Short and John McDermott. Happy Sunday, y'all. Happy Sunday, everyone. So this is an interesting podcast today, especially on a Sunday, because we are going to be playing Truth or Shots. And we're going to ask a series of questions to each other, and the rules are... The rules. Each person asks questions, and the other person has to either answer the question or take a shot of Hope French Organic Vodka in a really big shot glass, who is our sponsor as well. Yes. (laughs) Our second rule is, if person B, say John, ask person A, say me, a question... And I am curious to know the answer of what his answer is. Then I must take another shot and ask him the question. Otherwise, he doesn't have to answer. This podcast is sponsored by LaCroix Seltzer Water and Sketchers. So please enjoy us for a variety of questions. Um, To decide who goes first in asking questions, we'll be taking a shot of Hope's French Organic Vodka. And whoever finishes the f- shot first will get to ask the first question. And with, we will let you know because you can't see us. With the chaser of Arizona. Arizona what? Iced tea. Not our sponsor. Done. John is still drinking Arizona. I love vodka so much. <laughs> so I will ask the first question. Yikes, that's, oh, that's, that's so good. strong. That's good shit. <laughs> yeah, really good. It's USDA organic. Oh, no, I'm good. Oh. Um, so, John, um, mm. could you tell me about some of your experiences in bands and playing bass? <clears throat> yes. So, um, I started the band stuff. Oh, shit, I, this burns my throat. <laughs> Yeah, that's the organic that's so, really burning. Um, sixth grade, I joined my first uh, school like school of rock thing. It was a local thing at my local music center in Jersey. Uh, was that isn't it? Was I was in there for a few years, and it kind of just dissolved. So I joined this other pro- program called Rocket. Uh, near my hometown as well. It was kind of bigger, and. I joined a band from there because all of us, a bunch of musicians, just wanted just we just wanted to connect. So we had this band called Urban Toast. That was my first band. Urban Toast. Urban Toast. Oh. Yeah. So. That's a really good. Well, is there a reason for that name? Um. Originally, it was like some, we wanted something to do with toast. So it was called Toast originally, but that was taken, I think. So just. So we had that. City to- Urban Toast. We were like we covered pop songs, but like we did like a. Pr- like progressive rock versions of it. It was pretty good. We played places like the Stone Pony, um, a bunch of festivals. Then that was my like that was my main high school band. Then coming into college, uh, I met my the uh Mar- my friend Mark Eater, who was the drummer for this band Cubbage. So he wanted this. He needed a bass player for a gig in Brooklyn. That was freshman year. So four years later, we're still together. Uh, things are going great. I'll talk. I'll talk more about that later. On. So it's yeah. cabbage and. And another band called T Head. So how that actually happened was, two Halloween's ago. Uh, my friend John, who's the singer currently, 
he was doing a cover show for a band's album. And yeah, uh, he got some guys together. We jammed. We played the show. And then we just formed a band after that. And it went, was great. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, Meg. Yes, John. What inspires you to sit down and write? What inspires me to sit down and write? Yeah. Um, so, I guess, like, the power of rejection is, like, what's really gotten me to write for most of my songs like whenever I'm in a good place in life I like I mean I guess this is for in terms of songs in terms of comp- composition if you give me parameters I can just sit down and write whatever you need but when it comes to like words and music I feel like I, I feel more personally connected with that so I need to like whether it be like a guy rejecting me which hasn't really happened in like three years since I've been in a relationship mm-hmm. um or I wasn't doing great in high school in terms of, like, making friends or in terms of um, my music teachers really didn't help lift me up besides my piano teacher, but she wasn't at my school. Right. Um, So, like, I wrote songs about, like, being rejected in, you know, musicals or, you know, being not first chair in band, like, feeling like I... People were making an example out of me when I didn't really understand why. Mm. That was kind of a really long-winded answer, but... I don't know, it just, it's a lot of different things that, like, inspire me. Like, I guess, like, death inspires me. So most of your songs are, like, personal experiences. They, yeah, they're all personal experiences. Even if, I would say they're all nonfiction, but that's not necessarily true since there's been songs that I've written where I was so in my head, like, in a weird funk that afterwards I was like, okay, that was my perception. That was completely accurate for my perception, but wow, I was completely, like, wrong in my feelings about right, something. Okay. Um... Question two for John. What drew you to the music industry? Um, Slash art school, I guess. So, originally, I was set on going to school for architecture. Really? Yeah. That's uh, interesting. Either that or landscape architecture. So, I don't know. I was, th- I applied to this one school near my house for psychology, for psychology too. Oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But then I was thinking a lot about and I was like, you know what? I just love music. I just want to follow this. And my parents were really supportive, at, like, and they still are. So they were like, yeah, go for it. Um, and yeah, I just loved, um, just loved playing. I, was, I, did a lot of stu- I did a little studio work in high school. I played for, I, I play for this one musical called All, called All Shook Up. And I just love. All shook up. Yeah. Okay. It's about Elvis Presley's music. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was great, and I guess those things just weaved its way into where I am now. Sweet. Um. So, when did you start writing music, and how was that? Um. I mean, I technically started writing music the summer after sixth grade. I had a birthday party, it was my 12th birthday party, and somehow all of my friends, like, ganged up on me and ditched me, but, like, I didn't Mm. fully understand it afterwards because I didn't really talk to my friends much, so I found out, like, the week before school started when I was like, hey guys, you want to hang out? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, and then I I went and checked my email because they were all sending me really nasty emails that I also didn't check, so I wasn't Mm. up to date on that, and I was like, oh boy. So I wrote, like, this really awful song about summer 2010, and... I think that was, like, 
because I played piano since I was in second grade, that was like the first time I like made something, I guess, original. And even though it was really bad, it did like spark an interest in that. Like I really liked, I really liked to rhyme words that didn't rhyme, if that makes sense. Right. And like to make sentences and like paragraphs out of like words you wouldn't necessarily expect with like double meanings and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that like sparked my interest. And by ninth grade, I was like, I wrote one, another really bad song. Um, Right after I wrote a song with, Actually, someone in your band, John Fordyce. Oh, we should yeah. be neighbors. Yeah, we, me and John Fordyce are neighbors. Shout out to you if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and we were in a band for like a week. It was like this, I think it's called Build a Band or like something like that. Build a Band? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Build a Band, I don't know. And yeah, I got kicked out by the lady in charge yeah. a week later, but it wasn't John's fault at all. Like, no, no bad blood. We're good. Um, that was eighth grade. And yeah, so I've been, <laughs> been writing ever since then, mm. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, so with your newest, uh, album, What Called White Flag? Yeah. That just came out this year? Yeah. Uh, is there an overall theme in your songs? There is, actually. It, like, happened... Oh, please tell me. <laughs> it happened, like... Wait, have I told you this? Um... I don't know. Well, I mean, you're, you're asking, so maybe I haven't. Um, but it's... Surrender, it's white, actually White Flag. Even the White Flag was, like, the song I wrote in high school, and it was, like, sort of my flagship song, if you will. But um, People from my high school knew it, and, like, everybody, like, I would start playing it, and then people would start singing along. That's, like, the only time or, like, the first time in my life that's ever happened, which was, like, super crazy because I didn't know that, like, people, like, actually listened to the words yeah. and stuff. Um, and then as I was, like, making my compilation of songs for the album... I realized that a lot of them, they're sur- they surround, like, the theme of, like, surrendering and giving up. And some of them, like White Flag, it's like, oh, I want to give up. I hate everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, by the end, like, oh, you know what? Like, just brush yourself off. You know, you can do this. Even if you right. can't, like, just keep trying. And a lot of my songs, if not all of them, had the theme of, like, me giving up on someone, someone giving up on me, me giving up an unhealthy relationship or just a toxic environment, like, Giving up wasn't always a bad thing, but I did notice that it was sort of like the theme of the album. Okay. Um, I have a question. Not to be confused with White Flag by Dido. I will go down with the ship. Well, I'm pretty sure Stevie Wonder, too. My hands up. So what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, after I like named a lot of my songs, I realized like uh, the, what are those, it's like a Christian group that became not a Christian group. Indelible verse. Creed. What? Creed. Creed? Christian rock band. No, it's uh, oh, Imagine Dragons. They it's started a, as a Christian band, yeah. Really? Yeah, but oh. right after I wrote Smoke and Mirrors, like a month later. Oh, the album. The, the album yeah. Smoke and Mirrors came out. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I thought I was being so clever with this. And like, even though I like tell people, oh, I came up with it first. Like, I guess they probably did because it only came out a month later. Right. But I'll still take credit for it if you get it first. Okay, my question. Who, actually, no, I'm going to skip that one for now. Have you... Have you ever outwardly vibed another musician? Oh, yes. Can I'm, you give the example? I am not ashamed to say it. Because, like... Okay, so, I don't like the... <laughs> it's gonna sound so mean. But... It's okay, you're, you're live for the whole world. Yeah. So, if someone's like, hey, come see my band, you know? Like, and they... Like, I go to see them, and, like, and th- there's an opener for them. It's like... If someone's not good, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say to myself, they're not good. 
Like, I'll, let, like I'll do like a little like clap, but I'll be like, yo, just like, I don't know, just don't play. Oh, I got a follow up question for that, and because you gave me a follow up question, I'm gonna ask it. Do we do shots for follow up questions or no? Um, you didn't. So okay, cool. Name that musician that you're referring to. Oh, I don't even know. It was a house show. That sounds like a shot. What do you think, crowd? That's not actually live yet. He won't name See, people. See, if Mark was down here, he'd know. Well, yeah, but you're not saying it for the whole... Give the name. <laughs> no, I actually do not know. Oh, so this is a big shot. I literally only asked this question just because I knew he wouldn't say anything. It's fine. I really hope Steve's okay with this. <laughs> Steve is the best teacher ever. Oh, Steve, um, disclaimer. Just, I don't know if this is a disclaimer or like... No, it is a disclaimer. Um, we are both 21 and of age to do this. So you said no, that we I'm couldn't 19. be saying like, you know, like inappropriate things because you are our audience. But, oh, Steve Serino, everyone, he has this um, um, company, Future Management. Mm. You should go follow him yeah. on Instagram. Just a little plug here. Future MGMT. He's also sponsoring this. So pour me half a shot now, like from now on. After our second shot, it just goes. Okay, okay, fair, fair. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Um, so where do you see yourself with your music in, let's say, five years? In five years. Um... I don't know. I'll feel like I'm like middle aged by that point. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like a dried up fish by it, that it age. It doesn't have to be five years. It could be like, where you see yourself after school, like in maybe a year from now. Okay, so I'm terrified by this question, okay. and like, I have apps. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna take a shot. Okay. <laughs> no chaser. Oh my god. I never use chasers. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, my next question is... Oh, I already asked this one. <laughs> Name that music. <laughs> I, I literally just put that in there. Um, oh. How are... What makes you different from other bassists? Um, so... My practice routine is not the best. I'm just going to outwardly say that. So that makes you different from no, other no, bassists? No. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So, I don't really listen to a lot of, like, jazz basses as I should, like, listen to what they play to, like, get ideas from them. No, I just, I'm more of a guitar person. Like, I love listening to Ben Howard and, like, Hosier and all that, like, folk stuff. So, like, they are really not pretty melodies, right? So, um, what I do is, like, I just, not, I don't listen to a lot of basses, so I just kind of try and make my own things from that and I take a lot of my lines from what I play on guitar what I hear from like indie and folk singers so you take other instruments other like the, uh, other than bass yeah exactly other than bass to create your own voice exactly that's great yep. that's, and I feel like Oh, I hope this doesn't come across, like, rude. But I feel like that's not different from other bassists. Too. Like, not, like all okay. other bassists. No, wait, 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 wait. Um, but I think that's the most vital thing to be different from other bassists. Because right. every other, like, other bassist, they might be, 
you know, listening to other instruments, listening to other genres and stuff, and then making their own voice, but that's mm-hmm. a completely different voice than your voice, so okay. that also makes you different. Right. I, I, I like that. Cool. Okay, cool. Right. I'll accept it. <laughs> okay, what's, what's the next one? Uh, oh, it's my question, right? Yeah, it's your question. Yeah. I'm not even drunk here. All right. So, is there a hidden meaning in any of your music? You literally didn't... Oh, no, you didn't ask that. You said, is there an overall theme? Um, a hidden meaning. I... I have double... Hey, Pat. Hello. Um, wait, Pat, would you like to just say hi to the podcast really quick? Yeah. Um, so we have a guest visitor, guest guest visitor, um, Pat Conlon, who is a professional um, trombone player in the city of Philadelphia. Um, do you have any words of wisdom that you want to give people for how to become better at their craft? Um... Don't practice. No, okay, okay. That's for, for real. <laughs> for real. Um, take the time to really ask yourself what you care about the most and focus on that. That's all I have to say. That's deep. I'm going to think about right. that. Nickel for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat Conlon, for your oh, contribution. Oh, thank you. Uh, so the question was, um, do I have any secret meanings to my songs? Yes. Um... So I'm a huge fan of double meanings uh, mm. in my songs. Like, and I guess if you just like listen to them a few times or like once, you wouldn't necessarily catch on to it. So I'm not going to give you, you know, all of them. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm trying to think. I, have, <laughs> I can't think of any of them right now. Um, Let's do, um, how about, uh, what's the one? That's the worst one that I have, so I'm not going to even talk about oh, that one. <laughs> um, but uh, the one, I don't think it's like as... Um, as streamed as my other ones um it's called so long and so long in itself is a double meaning because when i wrote it it was like um i'm not sorry for leaving the past behind but nothing haunts us like wait no that's that i just miss it mix up two verses um i'm not sorry for the things i left behind my one regret is that it i've wasted all this time Wait, just give me a second. Oh, my God. Um, I'm not sorry. I see that shock vest. (laughs) I know. I'm like, oh, God. Um, I'm not sorry for leaving the past behind. My one regret is that I've wasted all this time to see that I was not where I belong. Why did it have to take me so long? So long. So, like, when you read the title so long, I feel like you would think, like, hey, so long. Like, Mm. adios, amigo, you know? Yeah. But, like, so long is, like, that it took me so long to see. And, like, a lot of that song was just kind of about, like, that was, like, the, that was one of my um deepest songs, I guess, where it's, like, it was about six months since I'd left my ex. Hmm. And he was, like, a real, he was a toxic individual. He was a real, a real sucker. um, And that was, like, my coming to terms with it because I think that because he left so abruptly, it was, like, it was difficult for me to process at that time. So, right. so long was, like, my song to be like, hey, guess what? Some bridges are, some bridges need to be burned, even though my mom always told me that, you know, right. don't burn bridges. Would you like to drop his name on this popular podcast? Um, for my safety, I'm going to say no. Cool. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I don't have to. Uh, you didn't put that. Nope. I'm free and not drink to that. Nice. Okay, um, my question for you, John, is... What is your favorite part about being a bassist? Slash your least favorite. Slash why. Which number is this? 
This is number 13. Number 13? I'm just oh, jumping no. all around because I don't have to. The part about being a bassist is. I, I see. I mean, the bass is, but I just see it as like the structure to all, like, to, to music. So it's like basically you make or break a song. And I don't want to like suck my own toe or anything. But like, <laughs> toe is, that, is that an expression? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think I have a pretty good sense of like how to keep, like how to backbone the song. Because um, you are the backbone. You are exactly, the foundation. Yeah. You and the drums are the two like foundations. Yeah. Like without you, it's literally just this hollow mess. So like, favorite part about being a bass is that like, I know or like, I can keep the song going. Like I'm in the... I'm in this party band, right? And I'm in a I'm I'm in a few ensembles. I've been in like almost ten these Could past four years. Could you name some of them for us? Ensembles. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been in a ambient ensemble, Latin jazz trios, quartets, um, or the Aretha Franklin ensemble, Esperanza Spalding. Uh, just some jazz ensembles. Uh, I'm in hip hop right now, so just all of them are really like bass driven. So you just gotta like know what you're doing just to keep the form and just the song going so it doesn't fall apart um i have a follow-up question for that um with you were an ambient ensemble yes. i've heard that ambient ensemble or the like, people who play ambient because it's sort of avant-garde-ish some of the time right mm-hmm. um some people see that as for people who don't know how to play music, they go and join this avant-garde ensemble because that's the way, like, they can just play whatever the fuck they can. Right. But then I've also... There's people like Anthony Braxton or like John Cage. Ian even, Murphy like, was in it, too. Ian Murphy? Yeah. I don't know who that was. Oh, he was... He graduated last year. Okay. Ian Murphy, guys. Check him out, apparently. Yeah. Um, um, but there's a lot of people that I know can play very... Like, I... I feel like people have already disproven that because they play very well. Yeah. So what are your feelings about it? So, I mean, freshman year, I really didn't... I came into the school only knowing... I, I came into the school not even knowing how to play minor scale. Fun fact. So I auditioned for ensembles, and I was placed in this ensemble called Rhythm Section. Was real, there was no show at the end of the semester. It was more like building up, playing with the band, and just, like, playing jazz. And I was also placed in ambience. Um, so. uh, excuse me for one moment. Um, John's phone's about to die, so we're going to plug it in and huddle around the outlet for a moment. <gasps> Make shots build? Um, it's fine. I have more. Um, oh, we have 20%. It's fine. Okay. Okay, so... So that was right, nothing. Uh, so, ambient ensemble. So, I was placed in that because I guess um, it was just a nice thing to do. I could just express and learn how to improv from there so i was in it and there was like senior like seniors and juniors and sophomores in the ensemble with me and yeah what meg said like a lot of people i think ambient's more about like improvising and just doing what you want in an ensemble uh and i came in not much of not much on improv but then coming out of it I felt more confident in my playing and my improvisation. But what are your feelings about ambient? Oh, I, I yeah? Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Um, I think it's your turn. Okay. 
Um, what was I saying? Uh, has there ever been a moment in your songwriting career where you felt that, you know what, this might not be for me? And how did you overcome that feeling? I hate this question. Mm. Um, so yes. constantly, literally every day of my life. But um, I think the the most I felt that was coming into freshman year when I knew absolutely nothing. You said that you didn't know the minor scale. Um, I took theory. I took um, just like, you know, the theory one because it was hard to even get that to run at my school because we're a bunch of lame asses. No offense anybody from Westchester East High School who studied with Ms. Werner. Um, oh, I just did a name drop. Whoops. Mm. It's okay. You deserved it. You know that. Um, but I didn't know the difference between a dominant and a major seventh chord, which I know is not as, like, okay. big as a minor chord, but, like... It's the, fair. Yeah, the yeah, fact that, like, I would go and, like... Because I accompany a lot of people for their, um... Like, if people were in talent shows, they'd be like, hey, like, can you accompany me? Like, on piano, of course. I've, I don't know why I said of course. I play piano. <laughs> but, like, I would go and accompany them. Um, and there would be, like, dominant seventh chords, and there would also be, like, major seventh chords. And... Mm. I would, like, just look at it, and I'd hear something, and, like, I've always had a really good ear. Like, I'm not, I don't have perfect pitch or anything, but, like, I've always had a really good ear that I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Like, I didn't know what a key signature was for a very long time, but I knew enough to, like, know that, like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Like, so, God, this was so long-winded. What was your question? I'm so sorry. Oh, has there been a moment in your career where you felt that this might not be it for me? And how did you overcome it? <laughs> well, my like, lasted so long talking about that. Um, so, yeah, when I came here, I didn't know what... The, what was I even talking about? Have you ever felt like, you know what? Music is not for me, but like, how did you get past that feeling? I would probably just say it in a different dialogue. dialogue. You when, know what? When did you... Okay. <laughs> she took a shot. Was that just water? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> okay. We're gonna take a short we're gonna take a short minute yeah, break. Um, it's five minutes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> this is where it all goes downhill. <laughs> okay, I keep playing, it sounds good. Um so this is John on an attitude ukulele that I got from Mark for his 20th birthday that he didn't really like and he hasn't really played it since. Wait. And we are back. <laughs> Wait, is it still on? Yeah, it's still on. Okay. Um, do you have a creative process? Okay, we're, going, we're moving on to another question. <laughs> do you have a creative process? So, I do actually. Thank you for asking <laughs> Oh, um, I'm not asking you yet. John John has been pointing to the screen trying to get me to ask him a question, but I still have to answer mine. Oh, um, you didn't answer your question yet? No. <laughs> oh my god, he took a shot. No, because I asked you a follow-up question to about Ambient Ensemble. Oh my god, that was still my question. That was still your question, yeah. Oh. But that was, that was a question that's not actually on there. So oh. that was my follow-up question, which I guess I'm supposed to take a shot to, so I did. Okay. And that, that was the coughing break that I had. Right, so is it um, your question then? Yeah, so what you asked me oh. um, um, if I ever have um, doubts about myself or something. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, it's okay, Steve's not even going to guess at this point. Yes. Um, uh, so do I have a creative process? Wait, no. Wait, no. I didn't yeah. ask that. 
was your question? My question was, was there ever a moment where you were like, music's not for me? Okay, I'm at that right now. Um, was there ever a moment in your life where you were like, music's not for me? Yeah, so I got to freshman year, and I was like super, I was super down. I'm not going to get into the, the dark stuff just because this podcast is lighthearted. Right. Um, oh, is it now? It's, <laughs> it's very lighthearted. You know, I'm taking a shot. Yeah, wait. Yeah, he's asked me a lot of questions. He, does, he has to take a shot. John's taking a shot. Okay, let's hear him cough afterward. Oh, see, he takes he takes chasers. So that's why I wasn't um on my game because I don't take chasers because I'm not a hussy. Um, I said hussy. I didn't say a bad word. Hussy's just a prostitute. It's a bad word. <laughs> I saw in Galavant. Hmm. Um, so <laughs> we're still on this question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've had a lot of moments besides Miss Oh, Maria. did you know? Cool. Yeah. Um, wait, did, was there a follow-up question? It was how like, did you overcome it? How did I overcome it? Um, so, yeah, I came here, and I was, like, super, like, why, why am I here? How did I get in here? Because, like, I've written, um, I mean, not to, what was your expression? Not to um, put, like... A, not, to suck, not, not to suck my own toe. Not to suck my own toe. But, like, I, I wrote full-scale, like, orchestrations before I came here. Mm. And by orchestrations, I don't mean orchestrations. I don't know why I said that. I, I wrote wind ensemble, wind ensemble pieces. And um, one of them got performed at my school. If you look it up on YouTube, you're going to cry because it's so bad. Because, I mean, no offense to my trumpet players. You guys are all probably great now, but you sucked at the time. And you were terrible. And the trumpets literally ruined my piece. I literally stopped writing for trumpets for like a year. Because I was so mm. afraid that anybody was going to sound like the way that sounded. Um, oh, yeah, and one of the players didn't even show up, so I had another player who actually ended up in the Buccaneers. You know the Buccaneers? It's the... The football team? No, no. Oh. It's the um, drum corps. One of, Mike um, Baruda, you were, you're fucking phenomenal. I'm sorry for my language, Steve. But <laughs> Mike Baruda, he's a sophomore in college now. And at the time, he was a sophomore, so, like, even though he got, like, solos when he was really young, but he was just really good, so that's why he got solos, um, I, I had him on trumpet, too, because everybody else was a little insecure about themselves, um, so, th- like, he ended up on trumpet, too, but one of them didn't show up, he didn't show up at all, like, how do you not show up to a concert, know. do you know, that's just, that's disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, there was a kid that today that Mark was doing a film score, and he didn't show up, and we had to call another trumpet, but oh. honestly, Dan is so amazing that it's okay, but John... Just no, I'm judging you. Mm. If you don't, no, not you, John. It's another John. It's um John. I'm not gonna give him John his last Ford? name. No, it's not. No, John Ford would never. No, oh, he he, he might miss a gig. I don't know. No, John. Oh, I know. I know you're talking about Polanco. I'm yeah. sorry, John, but I just can't oh, name. oh damn! But you know what? You didn't show up, and that's pretty irresponsible. So you overcame that feeling. <laughs> yeah, Luke. He didn't show up. For, I asked him to sub for me for um big band last week. He didn't show up, mm. and right. I he didn't even tell me. Everybody oh. else told me. It's fine. Luke, I'm not ever going to recommend you. Um, All right, it's your turn. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, I've been... So, so you overcame that feeling. Yeah. How did we get too far from this? We've been on this question for 10 minutes. Okay. I know we've been on this question for 10 minutes. But in my defense, I have ADHD. I take Vyvanse, and my Vyvanse has worn off by now. A true musician has ADHD, John. Don't judge me. I might too. It's all good. Okay, all so right. we're just going to pass this question. I don't think I have to drink to this because I think we're, it's pretty clear I'm fucked up. 
So, <laughs> like still drink. The next. Okay, I would also like to say put. We put, do. Ha- we do have shots now. Shots. We do half of them. Yeah. Okay. So it's only half shots from now on, just because John and I are having a hard. I'm having a hard time, <laughs> and I'd like to put on the record that. <laughs> I did answer the question. I just didn't fully answer it. I'm 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 a dark person, okay? Like Brian Cowan level dark. It's like a debate. You just go around the question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I'm a politician, guys. Okay, I don't cool. have a drink. Okay. Okay, so my <laughs> your turn. <laughs> my armpits are sweating. Um, my next question is how you interact with and respond how I forgot do. I forgot do, guys. <laughs> how do you interact and respond to fans? Like, if a fan were to comment on your Instagram post, would you be like, fuck you, I don't care about you? Or would you be like, I don't respond? Or would you be like, hey? So that's actually a great question. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. I know at gigs, like, uh, if you're familiar with the Bethlehem area, uh, when, I, when I play with Cubbage, we play at this place called Steel Stacks at the Music Fest Cafe. So afterwards, we were at the merch table. We play a sold-out show, by the way. We opened for uh, our friend's band. So we were getting, like, people were saying, asking us to, like, sign sign our posters and stuff. And, yeah, it was just, it just feels really nice to have people like what you do. And it's just, it's such a great feeling that you work so hard to... To put something out for such good feedback, but like on Instagram posts, if someone comments, I I like I'll comment I'll I'll comment back, but if there's like a lot of comments, I'll just like the post or just like like the comment, because sometimes I get lazy, you know. But yeah, I'm really I'm really gracious, and uh, thankful for everyone who likes what I what I do and what we do. And. I hope it shows. Wait, I have to spell this right one second. She's taking a Snapchat. I'm, I'm taking a Snapchat because, you know what? I need some plugs because... And for Steve Serino's final project. Steve Serino's final project. Steve, literally, you're my favorite teacher in the entire world. You're my, like, second favorite teacher in the entire world. We have world. two drunk students telling you you're a favorite teacher, so you know it's true. You know it's true. You're my second favorite teacher in the entire world. I'm second? He's my first. You're lying. It's Steve, then Ron Kerber. Ron, mine was Ron Kerber and then Steve. Oh, my oh, God. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Steve, I love you, though. Like, don't think that I don't love you. Like, I have a lot of favorite teachers, and you're my second favorite. That should be, definitely, it should mean a lot to you. <laughs> I hope you listen to all of this. Otherwise, this is just going to fans who don't even know who I'm talking about. Although, they probably do because you're so famous. Although, I, oh. I thought you were a student when you first came here, but. Patty is being pushed. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Um, should we? T- I think we should take another shot. Oh, oh I- excuse me. <laughs> no, it's fine, John. John. We should. John. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Give me half. Perfect. No, that's not half. Oh my that's god, half. that's that's full. <laughs> Wait, so- stop, stop, stop. No, no. Just like this. This is half. Okay, that's right. He he poured it very evenly, everyone. Um, so I asked you a question, I think. You did. But Steve, you are, you are oh, our favorite, our, our second slash first favorite teacher. I'm going to say number seven for the end of it. Okay. Um, so, um, what's an average day like for you as a musician? 
Well, currently I'm in college, if any of you didn't know that this was for a class. Yeah, we're both seniors in college. <laughs> yes, we're both seniors, so that means we're both 21. We go to Harvard, Yale? Harvard, Yale. Harvard, Yale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we go to UArts, which um, honestly wasn't really a great school. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't a great school for a while, but I guess now that we have a new studio, we have a new facility, it's good. Um, the new recording studio is good. Unfortunately, we have comm majors that don't know how to read me. I'm just going to stop. See, um, I yeah, want, go ahead. See, I want to go off on a tangent thing. Yes, absolutely. So, what you were saying about the comm major who can't read music... It's almost like me, who didn't know what a minor scale was coming to the school. Like, you accept someone on a whim, like, oh, there's potential in this person. And, like, with me, like, I didn't know jack shit. <laughs> but then, four years later, if I look back at myself four years ago, I'm like, I would never expect myself to be where I am right now. And yeah, that wasn't the question, but I just wanted to say that. And while I agree with this, with, like... Well, I guess it depends on the person. It depends on the person. And, honestly, full rise of this school depend on who you studied with. If you studied with a, a professional a professor here that was the kind of professor that was, like, hey, I want to get you a full ride because, honestly, that's what the full rides are about here. Like Also, in my defense, I took... I, I had to do pre-college before I came to the school. I remember you said that. Yeah. And... People who had to do pre-college, a lot of them, and it's increasing, are people who don't necessarily, they wouldn't necessarily get in here, but they want more students, but they know they're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what John's um, John's experience was, but I know a lot of people, because I, I was an orientation leader, I know a lot of people who got accepted, didn't necessarily deserve to be accepted, except they needed more money. Mm. But... Ron, 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 John, Ron Kerber, I love you. John, John McDermott, I love you too. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? Yo, cheers, let's take a shot. So, John, can I just tell everybody right now? If you didn't know that he he played on my album. He was the bassist. I have to take a sh- chaser That's because right. my mouth burns. I seltzer went up my nose, but it's fine. I gotta walk home later. <laughs> Yo, Mark and I can walk you home. It's no, fine. No, it's, it's fine. No, we, we don't like people walking home alone, uh, especially when they're fucked up. I, I walk home from stuff. I'm so. sorry for using poor language, Steve, again. You're so not listening I, to stuff. Yes, I play on, uh, over the summer, I, I drove to Mark's house to record on for the album, and we were in Juniper last year, too. Yeah, that was um, over the summer two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Right. I love um, track of time. No, it's fine. Um, so, my album, I just... I want to talk about... It. What was your question to me? It was a really long time. Oh, we're just closing it. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so, a year ago... That's cool. Yeah, so, John, he played on a song for me. Um, I had another bassist play for my freshman year. I did a last Wednesday, which is this thing my school did, where it's like everybody had... To, it was mandatory that they had to come to this Wednesday, um, uh, like, ensemble sort of thing. Like, people... Why did I spill it? I didn't spell it because it already... Nope, it's not spelled. <laughs> Oh, it's a little spilled. Um, so, yeah. So, I did this thing where I was like, um, I chose my song, Breaking Point. Which, if you want to look it up on iTunes, I very much enjoy it. It's my favorite song. 
I know it's my song, so that's kind of. Do you do you like Breaking Point? Is that the one with the tuba? That's the one with um trombone and flute. How what's how's the chorus go? Can you sing it? It's like I'm letting you go because every love story must. Oh yeah, yeah, come that's to. A good one. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's like my that favorite one. song of all my songs, and that really? was about yeah. an ex who was a really delightful person. Yeah. He was probably one of the nicest people I knew. It's just that we weren't right for each other, and I was also going through a dark time, so I chose to call it quits. And in that song, you can hear that literally everything was my decision and nothing had to do with him. I thought I was a burden on him, and that was kind of fucked up on my part because, like, it was it had nothing to do... He was, he was still in high school, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I bet you feel, like, really, like... You know, every time you talk to me, I'm just, like, a downer. But... That afterwards, um, actually, that's going to be in my future musical, which I have sort of taken a um hiatus on. What a musical? Oh yeah, I'm I'm yeah. So I don't know if you noticed. Okay. I'm currently writing a musical. It uh, has a few songs on it. That's why I haven't like released anything recently, because I've been working on this musical and it has like a pit orchestra, has like strings, it has like a whole wind section, and I'm really excited for it i think the person who's writing the actual like written music all the time she might who's this she's a dpp major but she's awesome um it's just that we haven't really worked on it in a while and i have a contract and she's pretty much expired that contract and that she hasn't um Mm. written anything in 60 days so i'm pretty sure i can fire her i don't know um but i like her so i haven't yet so, yeah, so I'm writing a musical, and that song is actually going to be the only song that's from my album that's an original song that, or like, an original okay. song from, like, my album or before that I that I am putting on it. It's just, awesome. it yeah, it means a lot to me. Okay. Yeah, can I ask you a question again? You Even can. though that you asked me a question, For and sure. here we are again. Um, do you ever think, damn, I'm fucking good at writing songs? Hey, that was my question. Yeah, but you put it on yours. You're right. You're right. That was, that was your question. Um, but yes, actually, yeah. I do. I always think, damn, I'm fucking good at this. Oh my god, my head's spinning. Because if I had a guitar with me, I would show you. Hey everyone, um, so Man. my boyfriend Man. Mark is right here. <laughs> so so my boyfriend Mark, um, he he let us use his ukulele, but he's too cranky because he's been r- working on a film score all day to lend us his guitar. So we have nylon um, ukulele strings. And can I just say, I know that I'm like a real pretentious little shit, but I care about Mark a lot. So I bought him a really nice ukulele. So you should listen to this real quick. It's, this is John. take a lot from like indie folk folk singers uh, my i write music mostly on um on guitar mostly on guitar and um yeah so i take existing core impressions and i just make it into my own thing like i don't um i don't take the exact tempo i just take the chords themselves and i alter a little bit to see what I can get. Wait one second. Let me 
Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Cool, man. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's um, dry. You were saying about um. What did I ask you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Well, I forgot. Oh, um. I was, oh, about, um, oh, if I ever think about, damn, I'm good at writing songs. Yeah, you yeah. are good at, I haven't heard you write songs. So, I just, I'm really into chill music, like Hosier, Ben Howard. I've, I really love this guy named Gregory Allen Isakov, so. Yo, he had me, um, arrange this really, really fucked up weird tune. What is it called? Alderot. Aldero. By. I think it's Aldero. Alderot. I think it's Aldero. Oh, Aldero by Oliver Arnolds. He's this instrumental. Um, I think he's Fe- Swedish or Finnish. I don't know, but he's amazing. I think the thing that he did was Swedish, or wait, we no, he, oh no, he's Icelandic. Iceland. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the piece that he no, wrote on. That's where he's from. That's where he's from. Yeah. Because I wrote I read a lot about him because I was trying to figure out. Exactly what the instrumentation was before I arranged it, just so I could know what to listen for. I'm burping so much. <sighs> Me too. It tastes like freshman year. Oh my god, it tastes like spring break. <laughs> anyway, yes, I think I'm good at writing songs. Next question. <laughs> okay, so, um... Okay. Wait, what um, was my question again? Could you just... Do I ever think... Dan, I'm fucking good at writing music. Oh, guys, just so you know, I haven't heard Mark... I said Mark, but Mark is my boyfriend. I haven't heard Sean's stuff. But I bet he's fucking fantastic right. at writing. Could, yeah. could, could you show me stuff after this? I will, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. I actually will. I, I really yeah. I appreciate it. Because John's such an amazing oh, bassist. Also, but I no, do. No, before you talk over me, sir, this is called mansplaining everyone, if you're wondering. <laughs> John claims he has ADHD, too. Um, I would just like to say that John played on my album and he was literally the fucking most amazing musician I've ever heard in my life. No, like literally like he, after he played for me for like sophomore year, we did a thing. Um, I did a, um, a song that I wrote for Mark. I, I have wrote, written two songs for Mark. It sounds like I wrote a lot of songs for Mark, but I've only written two. And this one was like about just cause I felt like he was in a dark place and I wanted to let him know that I cared about him. So I wrote over um, Winter Break because, like, you know, I, I care about him. And Who was in I'll, a dark place, me or Mark? What? Who was in a dark place, me or Mark? Mark was in a dark place. Oh, John was, if John was in a dark place, he'd probably have someone else writing a song about him. <laughs> um, but I would I wrote a song for Mark, but just about, like, I'll always be your best friend. Because, like, sometimes... Oh, okay. Yeah, that was... It was called You'll Know. Yeah. Yeah, just because I wanted him to know because... He's such an amazing person. He's always there for me. Except when he's not. <laughs> Fuck, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. You can just talk about it. Okay. He, have, he's, he's always there for me. Sometimes... 13 minutes. Oh, before it just cuts out? Yeah, read the bottom. Oh, it says the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. You know what? I won't. Um... <laughs> If yeah, we, but if we get cut off, we get cut off. We'll continue. Yeah, you know what? You're you'll either cut me off or charge me, and you know what? I'm ready for either. I'm prepared. So you'll you'll know. Yeah, you'll know was about Mark. Just I felt like he was in a sort of dark place, and he doesn't believe in like mental health issues, not like in a real way. But I hope I hope I didn't say. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. He does. I'm not gonna use last names so that you don't know. Um, True. 
But yeah, he doesn't believe in that, so like he doesn't ever think that he's in a dark place. Oh my god, he's fucking listening. He's listening. Oh no, I love him so much with all my heart. It's still him because Pat already left. Does anyone else here? No, it's just him. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I I love him a lot, and I was just concerned about him just because he was in a dark place, and I really I wanted him to know that like no matter what, I will always be his best friend. I will always be there for him, even when he snores. And I know that that was sort of like the comedic. The comedic part mm-hmm. of the song, but like he snores a lot, especially right. when he's sick. He snores so much. Oh, I snore oh my a lot God. too. Do oh. you actually? Yeah, my girlfriend's like, yeah, he snores. I'm like, well, you have a girlfriend? I do. Oh my God, who's your girlfriend? My name's Sam. Sam who? Garcia. Sam Garcia. It's for like two months. Oh my, congratulations! Thank you. Wait, I think she's uh, married. Thank you. Oh my gosh, guys, John McDermott has a girlfriend. Her name's Sam Garcia. Yeah. She sounds ethnic, and I like it. She is. Awesome. So Sam Garcia, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, I snore. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Wait, did you like Bills for a while? I did. Yeah. Yeah, did she? Well, she told me that she that you liked her. When was that? That was two, at one and two years ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was last year. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> so. Did she like me? No, unfortunately. Oh, all right. I'm all sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Friend, no, no, no. friend zone. <laughs> Okay, yeah, um, I would say, yeah, my my old roommate friend zoned John, but it's fine because yeah. he's he's making his way with Sam Garcia. Okay, I'll show you that later too. I'll show you my DM. Oh, I she already told. Dude, do you think she didn't uh, tell with, me about that? With with Nika. I don't know. I sent a text with. Uh, anyway, anyway, forty nine twenty four. Um, what was the question? Um, what do you do music? Uh, have you? What's your average? What's the average day like for you? I, I asked you a question. Was, my average oh. day is honestly just Wait, hectic. Was that I think question? that was the last question. Oh my god! You know what? If you're listening to this podcast, I respect you so much. Okay. Um. So I think we have time for one more question each. Oh yeah, yeah, for okay. sure. So, um, is it my turn or is it your turn? It's my turn. Okay. I have to choose mine. Um. Being a student also. Oh. actively in the music scene playing shows is it difficult for you to maintain a relationship at all and oh. now that i know you're dating sam garcia so i take a lot of time to see her like i see her almost like every day um where is she from she's from, she's from jersey like we're like 40 minutes away from each other okay we live a, we live a, like a block away from each other in philly so um being a senior music major it's definitely really hard no, no, no. Just do it. Hold on one second. Hey, everyone. 50, 50 minutes. Being a senior seconds. music major, it's really hard because there's a lot of stuff going on. Want to do the shot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, John's going to do a shot real quick. He didn't drink all of it, everyone, just so you know. He was a hussy about it, which means a prostitute. Not in a sexist way, just in a, you know, men can be prostitutes too. Go ahead. Almost an hour, I'm drunk. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, a senior, a senior in college, just have a lot because I, I like so. My thing after school is Broadway. I want to go there. That's where you want. I didn't ask you a question. That's where you want to go. Yeah. So my thing is Broadway. So. <gasps> oh my gosh! You want to be playing my songs, dude? So I played for this musical called The Wild Party back in October at the Arts Bank, and now I'm playing for this one called Working, starting, two weeks. That's awesome. So just doing rehearsals for those, doing a lot of homework, 
It's Mark. Hey everyone, it's um, Mark, my boyfriend. That I'm not gonna use his last name because I've already said too much. Look how empty. Hey, say hello, Mark. This has gone on for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only 51 minutes. They're gonna shut it off in an hour. And I lost four percent battery in that time. I'm gonna take a shot anyway. What was the question? <laughs> um, where do you say yourself in five years? Where is this? Okay. Um. That Bro- wasn't my question, but it's fine. on Broadway in New York. I live an hour from there. And I would like love to be in a pit. And yeah. So you want to be in a pit? Yeah. My, that was not my question. Because my question a lot, was a lot of people play, but they don't. No, like... no, 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 no. My question was being <laughs> being a student and also oh, actively right. in the music scene, playing shows. Is it difficult for you to maintain a relationship at all? He has a girlfriend with Sam Garcia. Yeah. Garcia, yeah. So, at least my friends, I just never, we never see each other often, maybe like once a month. We're all doing different things. And when I have a free night, I have a free night, so I'll just go and see them. Them? Yeah, like all my friends. Like we all, they all live in South Philly, most, mostly. So it's just hard to get down there. And, yeah. My last question for you. Okay. What advice would you have... For someone wanting to follow in your footsteps. God bless you. Cool. <laughs> that's my, no, no, that's not my advice quite yet. Um, my, so my advice is, um, if you're trying to follow my footsteps, I've been a singer-songwriter slash, like, composer for a few years now. Oh, yo, John has some nice, um, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. What were you saying? Why haven't you... Oh, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Oh, it's fine. Half. Half, that, half, that, half. That's it right there. Oh, I finished the bottle. Have fun. Um, wait, no, it's... Okay, I'll just put the rest of it. Okay, fine, do it. Um, so yeah, we're gonna take us a, a last, um, quarter of a shot. But before that, this podcast is sponsored by LaCroix Seltzer Wait, Water but you didn't... I didn't, I didn't ask the question yet. It was sponsored by Sketchers, you're right. Um... But my advice to someone who's following in my footsteps mm-hmm. is that if you want to do it, do it. Because I'm, right now I'm working on a musical. I'm doing a lot of arrangements for people, which I'm only doing that to get money. Um, it, the, trans, it, the arrangements they want are mostly transcriptions. They're not actually real arrangements. And, like, while I like your money, it means nothing to me. No, okay. like, I mean, transcriptions are, yeah. they're respectable. But you know what? It's, Soul, not, it's not about the money. No, it's actually it's absolutely about the money. I'm poor, and I really desperately need money right now. Um, wait. So um, wait. Don't 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 take it yet. Um. So yeah, I'm, wait, I'm pouring. It's empty. It's, you're right. It's empty. Um. Oh no! I don't need water. It's okay. I have I have my chaser. It's but we we added a little fizz to to John shot. Um. So yeah, my my. What was suggestion? My um, Your advice. My advice is just, even if you think you're not ready yet, you are to accept anyone. Like, literally anyone. So just get accepted and then just learn a lot. Because I've learned so much. I didn't know what the difference between a dominant and a major chord was. And now I do. And that's amazing. No, but besides that, I, that's amazing because I've worked with so many different musicians Guys, if you ever need a music, if you ever need um 
a bassist, use fucking John McDermott or Dan McCain. The two. If one of them's busy. But no, no, absolutely John McDermott. But Dan McCain, he's fucking amazing too. Mark, do you love this right now or what? No, Dan Dan McCain. Literally, he's he's gigged with the Kimmel Center. So like, you know what? Maybe you should also if like no, John McDermott, he's my he's always my first choice. Just know he's always my first choice. But like Don Don Dan's great. He studied with Joseph Conyers. He d- no okay fuck who he studied with that doesn't matter to me at all because there's a lot of people who studied with a lot of really impressive professors at this school okay but you know what a lot of people who get full rides here literally all they had to do was study with anybody who went here right anybody but John McDermott even though he had to take pre college he's literally advanced so much. He, I'm sorry, even yeah, though that, that's, that, that's shitty. Um, um, but he he introduced me to thirteen eight as a time signature. Yeah. That's an important time signature to know. Yeah. How the fuck do you know thirteen eight when you didn't know what a minor oh, scale was? Urban Toast, remember the band? You know what a minor so scale remember, was? Remember that the band that was saying Urban Toast? Yeah, Urban Toast. That was your first so band. We, the guitarist drummer and I, the guitarist drummer and me, we played a lot of like. Prague music so he, my drummer taught me all the time signatures so i'm i'm fluent in the time signatures we have three minutes so it's gonna wrap it up um let's do a last shot and do our closing words um this isn't ethan okay okay yeah um shot to um to freedom to steve Serena. liberty to Equality because mm. women, yes, yeah, right, women. John, women, respect yes, that shit. respect <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, mm. and <laughs> okay, he's he's coughing, he's, our, he's, he's a little weak. Our word um, of the day is oh, our word of the day, I can't read that, is potpourri. And it's a noun. It's a mixture of dried petals and spices placed in a bowl or small sack to p- sack. to perfume <laughs> clothing or a room. Once again, the word of the day is potpourri. Potpourri. And Enjoy. this podcast is sponsored by Lacroix Seltzer Water and Sketchers. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, and if uh, I already mentioned it earlier on, but if you decide to skip to the end, whatever, Steve. Um, no, I love you, Steve. I love you so much. Um, so it's me and it's Meg Short, and this podcast is called Shots with Meg and John. Meg and John McDermott. Yes. Okay. Thank the you. End. And have a great and night. Just, no, just have a good week. Have a great week, absolutely, yeah. John. No, yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs>